0: Welcome to the Artist Work Ethic Podcast. I'm Mike Pilak. I'm an actor, screenwriter, and filmmaker who's always looking to maximize my time and potential as I work to break in. In this podcast, I talk to artists of all kinds who have seen success in their fields about their process, habits, and work ethic. Today on the show is Kadia Saraf. Katia is an actor and screenwriter who has been recurring on Law and Order SVU and has also been seen in Blue Bloods, The Blacklist, FBI International, and a number of others. Katia also recently received a Story By writing credit on an episode of Law and Order SVU. A couple quick things before we jump into the episode. I've talked in the past about myself working on breaking into screenwriting. Please check out Blackoilfilms.com/slash screenwriting there, you can check out some of the screenplays I've written. I have the first 10 pages of each one uploaded, but feel free to email me at the artists work podcast at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to send you a full script if you're interested in reading. Last thing before we get into the episode, I would love anyone listening to subscribe, rate and review the artists work ethic podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us put the show out there for more people to listen to. All right, Katia, thanks for coming on with me today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So your work ethic is very apparent in and out of the arts. I, I know you've got a degree in structural engineering. In the martial arts, you were a 2001 Israeli national champion. And up to now, you're playing a recurring character on Law & Order SVU. You've got a recent story by credit on SVU. Have you been able to identify that thing Inside of you, that's always pushing and driving.
1: That's a very good question, and it's not something that I've necessarily learned. I think I was born with that. I remember as a kid being the first one up wherever I grew up. I grew up in Israel, you know, running or training before the sun was up. I was training for so for races, and it was me and maybe another kid or two who were up really, really early. So I had that drive in me very early on, but I've learned that that drive is a gift, but if I don't use it correctly, it's just going to be running on the treadmill. Yeah. So I learned how to apply that to certain goals in my life. For me, the routine, the training, the persistence, the consistency is the core of every goal that I've achieved. Nothing was really luck. I mean you know, they say you prepare and then you're ready when the opportunity comes. And this is kind of the way I've always approached
0: my life. Do you think that was something that was instilled in you when you were young or something that you more consciously developed?
1: Combination of things. So it's definitely in me. I'm a Scorpio and I'm hardcore in my (laughs) self-discipline. My father is a jazz musician Throughout my childhood, he also worked. He, he was one of the founders of a big uh, a firm in Israel. And my mom, a very hard worker, but it was that opposition of a creative who's a musician and an artist, and the, my mom, who was a hard worker, consistent, very reliable. So these two things really helped me kind of find the balance because I find creativity, the creative arts especially, to be such a A channeling profession. You're so connected to the universe. You're connected to divine inspiration. But how do you bring these ideas, these inspirations, and instill them and manifest them in the physical world? Right. And this is the million dollar question. How do you make money being an artist? Yeah. So it is something, you know, it was reflected to me by my parents, you know, observing them. But I thought it's either or as a child. I didn't really know how to combine the two, but I think as time went on and I became a professional uh, professional artist, I've learned to kind of pick from both of my parents and see what they were consistent in. And I understood that you can take these principles, these creative principles and ground them in the physical world. And that's where idea becomes manifestation, right?
0: Absolutely. I, so you, You've been now, I think in New York for a handful of years, right? And mm-hmm. and and working in film and TV. You're you're definitely seeing some successes now, but how did you handle some of those earlier rejections that we all face in the creative worlds and in the arts? And how'd you how'd you kind of take them and just continue pushing through?
1: It was very hard. I think it's a one day at a time thing. Because there are some days where when I wake up and I just I have my goal set, I'm motivated, I feel full. And there's days when I wake up and I just think, where am I? Why am I here? It is really hard to feel that grounded feeling in a business that's so unpredictable, that we have so little control over. For me, my routine, my morning routine, my daily routine, which I don't, it's written in stone for me. That is what grounds me. This is something I can't control. Right. And I am a person that naturally I want to control the outcome. I want to control how I get there. When I get there, I want everything yesterday. Um, It's just my personality. It's funny that I chose this profession needing to be in so much control. (laughs) But um, it's fantastic because I chose a profession that's going to continuously the pursuit of where I want to be is where the magic is for me. It's where I'm learning about myself. It's where I'm overcoming um, shortcomings where I'm, where I'm overcoming difficulties in my personality and really learning how to trust the process, trust the universe and shifting the focus to the things that I can control. And more importantly, not, not confusing the two. So really when I think I can control what's outside of me, I get very frustrated. I get, you know, I, 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 I lose motivation I think I'm unlucky, and why is it not happening to for me, you know? But once I'm just shifting the focus back to the things I can control, which is my routine, my gratitude, um, I'm, cons- I'm constantly in classes, so I'm always doing something to improve my skills and my, you know, grease my wheels. Those are things I can control. It, it's the growth mindset that I can control, in a way. Funny, I keep using the word control, but... I just, I just have to shift the focus to what's in front of me and what's in my hands. And that helps me, you know, glide on these waves in a much smoother way that is not devastating. But there are days where, you know, it's devastating. I have to admit it's really when you get really close to a job and you think, oh, that's the accumulation of all of my hard work and the universe working for me. And then it doesn't work out. And it's just, yeah. There are a lot of those moments, but
0: I've I've experienced that a lot in in screenwriting where you get that little, you know, you you feel like you could just grab onto that ledge, like you're just about to mm-hmm. pull yourself up, and then, you know, whatever someone someone stomps on your fingers and you slide right back down, yeah, and uh, and it's easy to fall into that. Maybe I'm just not writing at the level I need to be writing at, and go down that whole mental hole, yeah, but. I think to your point at that point, you have to say, well, I'm going to open up the computer and write a few pages because that's what I can control. And, and I can't control what this manager thinks of me or what, you know, I've got to open it up, write the next script and hope that it's 10% better than the last one. Exactly. I I definitely hear you there. So you, you talked a little bit about, you have a, you have a very specific morning structure how are you working your day to take care of, you know, you, you told me you have kids, like to deal with your kids, to be in class, to do, you know, the business end of of this profession as well and, and keep all those things in line?
1: My day starts at 5 a.m. I get up, make a cup of coffee. I do my prayers, my meditations, my intention setting. My gratitude. I think. Uh, I mean, these are for me. Before the sun rises, most magical time of day where I'm, I'm up and I'm ready for the day, and I shift my focus to the things that I have in front of me, the things that I'm blessed with. It really, really helps fill my cup. And then at six o'clock, I go to the gym. I have my my kids are teens, so it's a little easier. It's gotten a little easier. I've taught them how to get up on their own, make breakfast. And then go to school. So I am at six o'clock. I'm in the gym already. They leave to school before I come home. So they're self-sufficient in the morning. Oh, luckily, nice. i've got I've gotten to that point, but it wasn't always like that. Um, and then when I get home, breakfast shower, and then I'm ready for the day. so this is this is my go-to every single morning. And then I start my day. that depends. i I have auditions. My husband's an actor as well, and my son too. And it looks like my daughter is going oh, nice. to follow our footsteps as well. The only constant, constant is is cha- change, I guess, in my schedule. You can't, you know, no two days are alike. But auditions, um, I take dialect lessons every week. So I work on my dialects, voice lessons. I am in improv. I'm back in UCB. So I'm doing some improv constantly something that can enrich me and make me feel fresh i love learning new things so this is something i implement in my daily routine and then whatever comes along so i have i have the routine that grounds me but everything else i have to be like the branches of the tree i have to be ready for whatever wind strength comes along that day
0: so so taking everything you just said, how would you also keep yourself from getting to a point of burnout? I mean, I guess it's, it can be as easy as taking a break, but you can also breaks can be scary, you know. How 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 would you say you you kind of balance? Have you felt burnout creep in ever? And how have you dealt with that?
1: Lack of motivation, I'd say, not burnout. You're talking about the routine, right? Burnout. I felt a lack of motivation. And sometimes I do, it feels boring. Uh, and the one thing I do, I just change things up instead of going to the gym, I'll run in the forest or, uh, you know, I'll go to a dance class or something like that. And keeping yeah, things fresh, yeah. little things, keeping them fresh. Not, I don't need much to spice it up. So that usually helps.
0: So in, in thinking of your goal setting, how do you structure your, the way you set your goals for the future? Like I, I always say, I'm, I love lists, you know, I've got mm-hmm. a. A, a list for every day. You know, I, have got a list for a week. I've got a list for a year. I find it fascinating to hear how other people it's, it's definitely like goal nerd stuff, you know, but I find it fascinating to hear how other people organize themselves. I mean, I, I had an interview, the last interview I did, which is not out yet, but in it, the person was talking about that. He recently learned on an iPhone. You can, like flag texts as being unread. And I thought that was just, it's, you know, I I hate the word like hack, but it's like an interesting kind of tidbit that I think people can pick up and and bring into their own routines and, and what they're doing.
1: I do have yearly goals. I used to be more focused on like a new year, new year's resolution and a list and a goal and a word for the year. But I found that I am consolidating almost all of that into every single day so yes i do have long-term goals in my profession or where i want to move to um for my family i do have those but i do have lists i am my goodness my list and i love checking off my list this is my <laughs> it feels so good so i will you know I, i'm allergic to procrastination I can't. Procrast- I can't go to sleep if I'm not done with something. So that's just me. But I'll put everything on my list, including the things I don't want to do. I'll um, whatever needs to shift to the next day. I'll do that. But but I also include certain things on my list that are not up to me. Meaning a reminder that the universe is in control of certain things, or to connect. I'll write connect on my list whenever because I'm very. Ho- I get very tunnel vision, honed in. And the problem with that, you kind of stop seeing the periphery. And there's a lot of magic in the periphery. There's a lot of inspiration in the periphery. There are opportunities, people that you may meet on the street, just walking, just taking a break and going to coffee and meet someone on the street. And you can suddenly, there's a collaboration. I mean, this is things that happen to me. Sure. So when I put things like that on my list, I... It forces me to stop and breathe and realize what's around me, you know, take a moment to just connect and then come back to my, my goals. Because my tunnel vision is I will not see, not left, not right. I will just go for it until I'm done. Yeah. Uh, So that's something that I've started incorporating. I'll take a few moments every day to just pray, pray for others, pray for the success of others. That's also part of my, my, uh, you know, daily routine. And, um, yeah, I'd say I have a yearly overall goal to answer your question. I have an overall goal and then I bring it down to the next three months, roughly, and then bring it to every single day. And, and I keep it open because I, my vision is very limited in the physical realm with my senses, what I perceive is very limited. So I have to remind myself, because I'm so goal-oriented, I have to remind myself that anything can change in a second. One phone call, one meeting, one audition, everything and anything can change in a second. So I have to actually remind myself to keep space, to leave space for the magic that can happen, because otherwise I'm go, go, go. I get shit done. You know I'm as you mentioned I'm a martial artist like to me I see red I see the there's a goal there's a goal of winning so these are new things that I've, that I've incorporated now it's you know like over a decade into being a professional actor in New York it's helped me tremendously it's helped me also enjoy the process because it's a very goal-oriented profession where you 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 connect success to bookings, you connect success to having a long list on your IMDB, but the whole process of it is forgotten, it becomes stressful. And a friend of mine who's an actor as well, Michael McGlone, he said to me, When you get that break, when you reach that, when you when you get to that threshold, when you get that break that you consider break, you're gonna miss that time. Where you were pursuing something. It's such a magical, sacred time of pursuing, of having a vision, but it's not yet manifested. Yeah. So you reminded me to really enjoy it. You know? So enjoying yeah.
0: the journey and the whole process.
1: Yeah. And it's mm. not a, you know, it's not a cliche. It's it's real. It's yeah. real. And it brings you back to to this moment. It brings you back to the things that you can control and work on and realizing that everything starts right here. It doesn't start out there.
0: Absolutely. So a, a common theme that I've found is that people who have <clears throat> hit some sort of break or had some kind of success in the arts are the ones who do things that others generally won't do, you know, kind of mm-hmm. going above and beyond. How, how would you say you've, you know, what's like an example of that, <laughs> that you've brought to your career?
1: My relentless um, determination, self-discipline, and perseverance, I'd say. I don't take no for an answer. I mean, I'd take it if somebody says no repeatedly. I'd go another way. But I will always find a way to get there. It's just this internal drive. And it's not, you can call it stubbornness. I'm fine with that. But I think I am relentless in my determination. <clears throat> and that has gotten me to where I am today, let's say. It's a self-discipline. I mean, when I say I'll do something, I, I, I will finish it. And I'll find a way to do that. And it's it's very fulfilling.
0: Is there anything that you want to plug or talk about before we go?
1: You know, people can connect with me on social media. I'm Katya Saroff on Instagram. And yeah, thank you for this. This is incredible. This is very 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 inspiring to me as well to hear you share your side as well.
0: Yeah, thank you for coming on and talking with me today.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. Please subscribe to the Artist's Work Ethic podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts and please rate and review the show. Follow us on Instagram at the artists work ethic and check out the